Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker. Hi Profit Chasers. Let's reflect for a moment on the EFL Cup final. Did you manage to watch it? Um, I didn't watch it. Um, I caught up on the on the highlights after the game. You have to fear for Southampton, don't you? You really do. Completely. But Zlatan, Zlatan's a winner and that's just what he does. You, know, you can't you can't deny someone like him and the space that Southampton gave him for the winning goal was, was criminal. So Gabby Adini will be looking forward to his move to Anfield in the summer. <laughs> and... <laughs> no, he, he looks some player to be fair. Gabby Adini. Yeah, he does. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Looks really good. A lot of people say there's no quality to be had in the January transfer window. And I think he goes to show that if you've got a good scouting network and if you look hard enough, there are certainly people that you can bring in that will make a difference. Yeah, absolutely. I think some clubs are just kind of reluctant to go for players in January because, so say I come after your best player, you're going to want to replace him and it's only a month's window and everything can be kind of rushed. I agree with you. Like There are players out there to be had. It's obvious the summer is better, but Gabbiadini is a shiny light for sure. So if we move on to the Premier League then, this week's games, we start yep. with the, the cup winners themselves, Man United. They've got a 12.30 kick-off at home to Bournemouth. Man U, big, big favourites for this one. And as you'd expect, they're 2-9. to nine. Tight price. United, um, yeah, I'm not interested in it in terms of putting it on a bet. They'll win 3-4-0, surely. So you could perhaps recommend the profit chasers to look into the handicap markets? Yeah, minus one. yeah I, I would, I'm expecting a real hammer blow. What about yourself? Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. Bournemouth, they're not on a good run at all at the moment. They're, if they're not careful and they don't pick up some points soon, they're really going to find themselves in the relegation scrap. There's always one team which seems to fall from those mid-table positions into the, the relegation scrap, and it seems to be Bournemouth are that team this season. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree. I think Manu will do a job on them. You can get Bournemouth at 12-1, to 1, big, which big speaks price. volumes. Big, yeah. big price. And then uh, 3 o'clock kickoffs. There's quite a few 3 o'clocks on Saturday. Leicester v Hull. <sighs> what a comeback. Like. Claudio Hull. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no goals in 2017, obviously no wins and all of a sudden they just pulled the rabbit out of the hat, they went back to what they did last season, more sprints, uh, more distance covered, it was embarrassing for Leicester really that they, they couldn't muster that performance under Ranieri. Would you say that's because uh, they, the players didn't believe in Ranieri anymore, had he lost the dressing room so they didn't want to put in that kind of performance? Cause... How can you? Can you lose the dressing room? He won the league last year. I don't know how it can fall that greatly and be all down to him. I think certain players got the contracts that they're after and just kind of sacked it off. I'd say Mares is probably one of the biggest culprits, and he is he's a shadow. The biggest. That's what he is from now on. If, if we're ever talking about Riyad Mahrez, we'll call him the shadow. So, uh, Jack and Lester will win. But I do like Hull. I do like him. I'd probably go for both teams to score on this. Yeah, I can see that, definitely. I personally think Leicester will win. I think Hull are, Hull are good, particularly at home. I think that's where Hull are going to get most of their points now for the rest of the season. But it won't be an easy game by any stretch of the imagination for Leicester. But I do think they'll come away with the points. And you can get Leicester at 5-6, to six, so they're odds on. Um, 
Stoke yeah. v Middlesbrough. God, this will be last on match of the day, that's for sure. <laughs> um, Stoke are absolutely embarrassed against Tottenham. Embarrassed. Spurs have just been knocked out of the Europa League by Ghent. And, you know, if you're Stoke coming to White Hart Lane, you really think, right, get a monster early, perhaps get an early goal, the crowd will be angry and put pressure on them. They didn't do anything. They just literally rolled over, got their bellies tickled. So I don't know whether Stoke are going to come back and, you know, have a point to prove and dish one out on Middlesbrough or Middlesbrough are going to capitalise on a on a uh, depressed Stoke. I'm not sure. I think Middlesbrough's problem is that they don't score goals. If I bought a season ticket as a Middlesbrough fan, I'd be fuming. Absolutely yeah. fuming. It's so boring. You have the ecstasy the season before of going up, getting promoted, you're finally back to the promised land. And then they stink out the place like they have done this season. It's yeah. It's not even it's, it's not even stinking out the place and grinding out one nil wins and you know, surviving yeah. in the league. It's it's just they look like the the way they're going, they'll probably end up getting relegated because the teams below them are, are certainly picking up a lot more points than they are at the moment. So you reckon draw, maybe a Stoke win? Don't bet on it, profit chasers. Yeah. Leave it alone. And Swansea v Burnley then next. Cool, tough one. Um, Burnley again, worst away record in the league. And you think Swansea doing well they're at home. Swansea are a favourite, they're ten to eleven. And oh, if I had to, if I had to, had to, had to choose a result, I'd say Swansea win. Yep. Burnley do they do scrap and fight for everything so I personally won't be going near it but I don't know about you do you think Swansea but not confident enough or I think Swansea will win I don't trust Burnley away from home whatsoever I, don't, I, I certainly don't think Burnley are going to win if anything it's going to be a draw or Swansea win Burnley they've, they're, they're safe they've got all their points at home their home form is brilliant away they've picked up what is it about two points away this whole season something it's, like that yeah it, it's shocking yeah. it's shocking and I think Swansea are really going to be up for it they need the three points more than Burnley do uh, and I think yeah. I think they'll come away with it yeah I mean I do fancy him I just don't like betting against Burnley next three o'clock we've got Watford v Southampton can Southampton recover from the cup final that is the big question for this game I don't know what you think but just Watford are so strange <laughs> They're such a weird team and a weird club. They have players you never heard of. They bring in 10, 11, 12 players a season. And I feel like they should be down there more than they more than they are. But they just, I think they're going to survive again. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, they'll survive. I think they're around mid-table, so they're, they're in no danger of going down. But I, uh, I agree with the way the clubs run. Personally, I hate it, and it really winds me up that they chop and change managers, they chop and change their players, but it seems to work every season after season. Yeah, it and it, does. it really bugs me. I personally wouldn't put anything on this game. Yeah, you, you can't really call the way this is going to go. Watford, are, they're at home. They're five to two um, outsiders for this. Draws nine to four. Southampton, uh, the away side, they're eleven to ten favourites. Um, it's just, I guess, it's just a case of what Watford are you going to get and how quickly can Southampton recover from the heartbreak? Like, will they take inspiration from the fact they outperformed Man U for 90 minutes? So yeah, don't touch it, Profit Chasers. Absolutely. West Brom v Palace, that's the last of the three o'clocks. Boing, boing, baggies for me. 11's 10's a good price. Palace are 
I really just don't rate Palace under Big Sam. West Brom, uh, I think they're eighth in the table. They're absolutely flying. They can score goals. They're good at defending. They've got a good goalkeeper. I fully expect probably West Brom to win both teams to score, I think. Yeah, that's not a bad shout. Then we've got the big tea time kickoff at 5.30 Liverpool at home to Arsenal. Huge game. Just to cement top four, the title's gone now and teams like Arsenal and Liverpool just need to focus on on finishing in that top four now. Arsenal are Arsenal. They're going nowhere. They never will with Wenger in charge. Like it's time for him to time for him to go in my opinion. And Liverpool just had a bit of a reality check. Klopp made a lot of average players perform as world class players um, for large parts of the season. But now everything's starting to kind of crumble a little bit they need top four they need it I think Liverpool's squad needs needs a lot of strengthening they they need a goalkeeper they need a at least one centre back they need a regular left back so they don't play James Milner there all the time they need a at striker least two strikers yeah yeah there's a lot of work that, that Klopp needs to do to that Liverpool side to consistently get them challenging at the top of the league what do you think to the game on Saturday put it down to both teams to score result wise I'd go for the draw Liverpool's record against the top teams this season is, is really good. They've not lost a game, whereas when they play the bottom sides, they've been shocking, um, like yeah. so against Leicester yesterday. And they've lost to Hull, they've lost to, to Leicester, they've lost to Swansea. Um, due to Sunderland. Yeah, due to Sunderland. I don't think they've got any problem whatsoever in getting up for the games against the big teams. Klopp seems to get his tactics right against the big teams. It's just they struggle against the teams that they should be beating, whether that's in motivation or tactically. I think tactically they're shocking against Leicester. They're playing a high line against Vardy and they got punished for yeah. it. But yeah, I think it will be a draw, probably a score draw. Moving on to Sunday. Yeah, OK, so moving on to Sunday then. Tottenham v Everton, that's the one thirty kickoff. It'll be close. I do fancy Spurs. Um, I'm not a big fan of this Everton side. They are going well at the moment, but I think Tottenham will have a little bit too much for them. Probably Spurs to win, both teams to score. You can get Spurs at, at just for the win at eight to thirteen on. Uh, the draws fourteen to five. Everton are nine to two. I agree with you. I think Spurs will win, but I think I can see Everton scoring as well. Absolutely. Uh, Sunderland v Man City. That's the four o'clock on Sunday. Get Sunderland out of this league. <laughs> I am, I am, I cannot wait for the day to see a big red R next to their name. Uh, absolutely, I hate this, everything about them over the last last few years has been awful. They remind <laughs> me of Villa. I used to remember, if there was a game on TV against Villa, I used to think, oh God, right, I can't wait for them to just disappear. Yeah. And they have, and I feel the same way about Sunderland. And what they one to four, and I think they'll win. <laughs> 2-3-0, don't touch it, profit chasers, uh, just because the price isn't really worth it. Um, but, you know, Man City will win. Sunderland, they remind me of Wigan. Do you remember a few, when Wigan were last in the Premier League? That season after season, for about three season, they, seasons, they had the great escape. Yeah. Sunderland are just doing that now. They're, they're Wigan version two. They just had the great escape yeah. every season, and now it's time for them to go down. Yeah, if you don't fix or learn from the mistakes... They've had you down there for the last few years. You will eventually go. So, yeah, uh, Man City. Um, I'm sure you agree. Well, at one to four, not interested. Yeah, and uh, Monday, 
West Ham v Chelsea? Uh, this is a tough one. Um, I still fancy Chelsea, but perhaps both teams to score as well. West Ham have been on really good form recently. Uh, they found their feet again under Bilic, and I don't know what you think to uh, to that prediction, but you can't see Chelsea losing ever, surely. The thing is, I feel like Chelsea have got to lose another game at some point before the end of the season. I can't see them going unbeaten to the end of the season, and because it's a London derby, perhaps this is one of those games where where they might might drop the points. But I don't, I yeah, I, I wouldn't touch this game to be honest with you. West Ham, you can get them at nearly five to one at home, and for a derby, I think that's a, a good price. But I wouldn't touch it to be honest. But I could see both teams to score. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking kind of a two one to Chelsea, three one to Chelsea, that kind of. Scoreline for me. Fair enough. Well, then let's move swiftly on to the championship, where, as ever, from what I can see, there is very limited potential for profit making this, <laughs> this weekend. As, as ever, it's unbelievable. There are there are two teams at least that I think will win, but the championship is just so difficult. It really is. I'm gonna pluck out a couple of teams now that I think that the profit chasers will. We'll want to have a look at. We're going to go for Fulham at home to Preston. Again, not a foregone conclusion. Preston, are, they're really boring, but they're, they're boring and pretty successful for like the size of club and the yeah. budget they have, etc. So that won't be easy. One absolute shooing for this weekend is Brighton away at Nottingham Forest. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, yeah, it's just Brighton will, will canter all over Forest, unfortunately couple of outsiders that you may be interested in. I do like the look of Brentford away at Ipswich, but you know that's that's not something I would uh, tell the profit chasers to put their houses on. No, for, for sure. For me, they're they're two teams where you never know what you're going to get from them one week to the next, Very true. Um, especially Ipswich, but. Brentford have had a couple of good wins recently. They left it very scarily late against Rotherham uh, last weekend. Yeah. But uh, yeah, two to one for Brentford, which I think is, as you say, is a good good outside price, bit of good value there. Maybe Leeds away at Birmingham on a Friday night kickoff, but yeah, we're, we're cutting at straws. I don't know if you have anyone else that you, uh, um, you particularly have looked I... at. I thought Reading are of interest at home to Wolves. Wolves have lost their last five games in a row. They're on a real downward slump at the moment. Reading haven't particularly been all that good either. But Reading, they've lost their last two away games. Um, at home, their form's been pretty strong. And at 5-4, to four, I think that's a good price to beat this really struggling Wolves side. And then, other than what we've covered, I would say... Perhaps there's there's some value in Barnsley at nine to two away at a really struggling Derby County. Yeah. Um, I looked at that as maybe an outsider as well as yeah. potentially Burton away at Bristol City. Uh, I do like Burton; they're a plucky little team, and seven to two is not too bad. Yeah, there's there's some big relegation bouts going off this weekend. Obviously, Bristol City v Burton both down there. You've got Blackburn v Wigan; they're both down there. Then up towards the playoff end, you've got Sheffield Wednesday v Norwich. I think Norwich really need those points to try and claw back the deficit on that top six. Um, yeah. And Huddersfield v Newcastle, that's a massive game for the automatic promotion places. To summarise the champ, not much going for it, really. As we say, perhaps Reading, perhaps 
we think definitely Brighton. My shout is Fulham yeah. as well. So rolling on to League One. Now League One, I like the look of this week. I really do. League One, League One is exciting. It is for, really for, exciting. I can smell the money from here. Yes. From the start it. of the podcast, League One has been has been a, a tough place to pick out pick out winners. But I really uh, I really like the look of it this week. Who, who are you going for? I've got a plethora of home favourites I think will win this week. So we'll start Millwall at home to MK Dons, Millwall 19 to 20. Berry at home to Gillingham, you can get Berry at 6 to 4. Shrewsbury yep. at home to the absolutely dreadful Coventry, Shrewsbury 11 yep. to 10. Uh, Southend at home to Port Vale, you can get Southend at 1 to 2. And Bolton at home to AFC Wimbledon, get Bolton at 10 to 11. After any yeah. of those, and I, I've missed that Oxford, and I think they'll probably win at home at evens against Bristol Rovers. Um, I think there's a lot of lot of home opportunity here. Oh, yeah. I also, I'd throw Bradford in there. Yeah. Uh, they, they have got a tough game against Peterborough. But Bradford are absolutely formidable at home. They're totally ruthless, and yeah, I'd go for Bradford as well. Potentially, you could probably looking at looking at the fixtures. Apart from Rochdale, Sheffield United, there's an argument for every home team to win Absolutely. this weekend. And I think the beauty of it as well is that a lot of these home teams, whilst we think they're they're favourites and they're good chances to win, they're also good prices as well. That around evens, a touch over evens, a touch under evens. But any in particular that you would recommend to the profit chasers? <sighs> Aside from the ones that you covered, uh, I like Bradford eight to eleven. It is a tough game, but I do fancy him. And like you said, Southend, Millwall really jump out at me. Amongst others, it's just home favourites galore. So I think one yeah. perhaps Fleetwood away at Scunthorpe. Scunthorpe have been on a bad bad run recently, and Fleetwood on the yeah. other hand have shot right up the league and thirteen to five away at struggling Scunthorpe who haven't won in. They haven't won in five, six games now. I think that could be a good price. Totally agree. So a home favourite to be wary of there. Profit chasers, Scunthorpe. Yeah. Let's move on then to League Two. Anything that stands out to you? League Two. I know you love League Two. Anything? My my favourite league in the world, League Two. This week I have got one recommendation from the twelve games. Hope <laughs> it's a good one. One. And it's Portsmouth at home to crew, and they're four to nine. So this week, I just I just looked at the fixtures, and I just I had nothing really leapt out of me, and I thought, you know, that's that's a good price, or that's you know that's a guaranteed win. I just yeah. I don't know about you, I just had a look at it and just saw just saw banana skins everywhere. There's one team, Stevenage, at home to Knox County. Stevenage <sighs> are on a run. They're going places. They've won, I think it's seven out of the last eight games in the league. And they're, they're a team that's kind of done it, but they've slipped under the radar as they've gone about doing it. So this is your new Exeter? This is the new Exeter. Yeah, they're, they're essentially the new Exeter. <laughs> Their form's hot, red hot. It's burning my laptop screen right now. <laughs> I just I just can't bet against Notts County. <laughs> There's the total... Total different side under under Kevin Nolan. I just think you know they've brought in some decent players, got some good experience. There's a feel good factor. Yeah, I they've know got they are much better, They've got Alan uh, Smith. They've got Kevin Nolan as player manager. 
and they've they've also got some young players that, uh, from like Premier League teams on loan. I, I see what you're saying, but I just like this Notts County team, and I just think that could be a banana skin that you're going to trip up on. Well, well, we shall see. We shall see. But I would recommend the profit chases Stevenage. But there you go. There you go. The game's all about opinions. I think the problem with League Two is that the top sides, I just don't trust them. If they're playing away from home in particular, I do not trust them one single bit to get a win. Like your Doncaster, your Doncasters, your Plymouths, your Exeters, your Carlisles, your Lutons, your Portsmouths. I just don't trust any of them whatsoever. It is, it is a very odd situation. I can, I can honestly say that every team near the top of League Two has cost me on my bet at some stage of season, easily. It's, it's been even worse in the last last month in particular. It's, it, does anyone want to get promoted from that league? Do they all love it as much as you love it so much that nobody <laughs> wants to win? There's there's three automatic promotion places going and nobody seems to want them. No one can just no one can seemingly just grab it. I thought Doncaster were going to do it. No, Plymouth have had a go. No, <laughs> Carlisle have been up there. They're, no. Now they're stuttering. Portsmouth. <laughs> Well, it, the list goes on. If one team can just stick some something of a run together that's up there now, then they will go on. They will win that league comfortably. Yeah, easy. Oh yeah, absolutely. But no one seems to fancy it. So. So yeah, not much opportunity we think in League Two this week. Okay, guys. So it's time for the bombproof treble of the week. This is a weekly competition between myself and Tom to come up with a bomb-proof treble for you guys every single week. Um, at the end of the season, we will calculate how much profit we've made. We'll go head-to-head as well as have a, an accumulated figure. I'll go first this week. My bomb-proof treble, it initially had Manchester United in it, and it paid £28 <laughs> off a tenner. So <laughs> I removed Manchester United because, you know, I want the profit chasers to have a bit more of a bit more cash in their pocket. So I'm going for Brighton. They're five to six away at Nottingham Forest. I'm going for Bradford. They're eight to eleven at home to Peterborough. And I'm going for Fulham. We're three to four at home to Preston. Ten pounds on will pay forty-five. Okay, that's not bad at all. Uh, I think that's got a good chance of winning as well. To be fair, my bomb-proof treble is Millwall. You can get them at ten to eleven at home to MK Dons. Reading. You can get them at five to four at home to Wolves, and Leicester at five to six at home to Hull. Leicester. Leicester, and wow. that okay. ten pound on that pays a nice juicy seventy nine pounds. For a reason. <laughs> what? I think that's the worst bomb proof treble we've had this season from you. Get off it. <laughs> uh, what about outsiders? You got any outsiders? So yeah, just to wrap up outsiders. So Barnsley at nine to two away at Derby, got Morecambe at 4-1, to one. miss those out in League 2, Morecambe at 4-1 to one away at Blackpool, and Fleetwood at 13-5 to five away at Scunthorpe. I'm looking at potentially Burton Albion, uh, kind of touched on that, but they may get something from the Bristol City game, one thing which I'm not saying they're going to win, they are probably 100% going to lose, but if Rotherham are going to get a victory... At home to a star-studded but equally appalling Aston Villa side, 
maybe this this is their week. Maybe. Uh, 15-4 for Rotherham. Nice. Okay, so good luck with the bombproofs, whichever one you decide to back. So, you guys, remember you can get in touch with us in two ways. Uh, we'll do our best to get back to you. Um, and just like last week, uh, we'll read a couple out on the show. So you can tweet us. It's T underscore FB podcast. Or you can email us at footballbettingpodcast at gmail.com. Right, so I think that just about wraps us up for another week and another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. We hope you've given you lots of things to think about, lots of tips for your accumulators this weekend, and hopefully lots of cash in your pocket come Saturday evening. I've been Tom Pipkin, my co-host Tom Walker. Thanks, guys. And we'll see you next week, Profit Chasers.